0: Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Grace of a Military Child and Life podcast. Military families are not like your traditional family. They are strong, brave, resilient, and some of the most incredible people I know. My name is Gracie, a U.S. Army brat, and I am your host. I am honored to be able to give military family members like myself a place for them to share their stories and experiences in the military life. Stay tuned for this week's guest. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to a new episode of Grace of a Military Child and Life. Today, I'm here with basically an old friend. I knew him since he was three and I was like nine. So he is an army brat. But Sam, welcome to the podcast. How's it going? It's going great. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So tell me kind of what your journey as a military child is like.
1: Not a whole lot. I remember, but I'll give you what I know. It was brief memories of where we would live, and not necessarily a lot of moving, but we did move around a lot. Some. Right. They weren't close either, so it's very, I mean, not awful trips. So just, And I had a lot of fun everywhere we were.
0: Yeah. Where so. where
1: all did you live? Well, we started in my entire life. We, I was born in Arkansas, and we lived in Arkansas at the time. And then uh, my dad joined the army and we had to move to Colorado Springs, I believe. So we had to move to Colorado Springs and then we moved to San Antonio where my older sister started school. I remember just kind of being at home, just chilling like a yeah. like your average three-year-old. You know. <laughs> and then eventually when my dad got um, injured... We uh moved back here in twenty
0: thirteen, yeah, so you've kind of been a lot in the the kind of central area of the United States, which is really cool, and you know Texas was some of the best years ever that was, oh yeah, I loved Texas so much, and just there's so much so much there that is just so memorable and the people and the food, the area, the different activities that we, we got to do. I know you were three, so you don't really remember much, but (laughs) you remember some. Um, And so just, just being there was, was really incredible. And, you know, we got to meet some awesome people.
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Honest to goodness. Like before we, I don't want to say recently, caught up with each other but yeah um before we let me rephrase before i got social media <laughs> it changes media, the game yeah so i we because you know i was three i don't remember stuff right so my parents would tell me stories about how y'all would watch this and it was it was great and i would play with this and and then lo and behold social media and i never thought Honest to goodness, I never thought I'd see y'all again.
0: Yeah. Well, that's a military life, too. Like, you move, you meet these these people, and, you know, I've talked to people who have moved 18 times, you know, or more. Oof. And so you're there maybe for a year of your life. You meet all of these people. You make these friends. And then you move, and you never see them again. There's people that I seriously I – w- it clicked to me the other day um, that all of my friends in Ohio, I haven't talked to since I left Ohio really, which is, really? is mind blowing. And, uh, like all the friends that I went to school with, like my military, um, like community that I had in Ohio, we all still, you know, talk to them pretty much. Um, right. but the, the people I went to school with, like, I don't, I don't talk to them. I haven't talked to them. I have one, one or two on social media, but that's about it. Uh and so you move away and you're like, I'm never gonna see these people again. I'm never gonna talk to them again. And it's so it's such a valid thought.
1: Right. And that's exactly it. I mean, this is gonna sound so random coming from me because (laughs) I didn't because honest to goodness, I was three. I didn't have a life. I was with my parents twenty four seven. Right. And so, you know, you develop a life where you're living with your parents stationed or parent mm-hmm. and then eventually all that's st- I don't want to say ripped away because that sounds kind of harsh, but um just not there,
0: yeah, that's well, true, and the separation from the move from Texas to Florida for me was the hardest I oh, yeah struggled so so much because when you leave that that community that is the military and the military community and you leave that where they understand what you're going through they understand when you come to school I mean I know you didn't go to school but they understand when you come to school crying or you know you're having a rough day or even just you know seeing friends you know they understand when you're having a tough time because they also have had tough times before, and they understand a little bit more so right. it in a sense you know moving away from the military life when your your parent retires when your spouse retires, it's like that whole lifestyle that whole community is really ripped away from you
1: mm, yes
0: yeah it's definitely it's definitely a challenge, especially with you know staying connected with people and and knowing the the people that you in a sense grow up with it's hard and i mean social media is huge right we we can just literally go on instagram or facebook and search a name and you know right sure like 100 200 more people (laughs) will pop up with the same exact name but you can scroll through and like mutual friends you'll be able to reconnect with people. I literally reconnect with people and then we talk like no time has passed, you know, cause you just have that connection with these people. That's right. unbelievable. Undescribable.
1: Yeah. It's in a good way. It's almost yeah. like your past catches up to you.
0: Yes. Yes. Because, you know, we, the reason a lot of us were in Texas is because we were all experiencing some sort of trauma Um, you know, my two closest friends or some of my closest friends, like one of them, her dad was injured. Another Mm. one, his dad was injured, you know, and there's one friend that I've been talking to again. And I didn't even realize his dad was injured because it was just so, so normal. I had one friend, her dad had, um, something up with his heart and I didn't realize that, uh, but you know you just go through these days where it's like oh like we're all just the same we're all here for you know when you go to a military base you're there because your parent or (laughs) your spouse is in the military like you have a family member in the military um right And you're all there for that that same reason being the military. And there was a lot of that in Texas too, but a lot of us were there because the hospital was there and your dad was injured or your mom was injured. Right. So it brought us all closer together, which was so cool.
1: Right. That's exactly. And so it's here's the deal. People the people you meet in the or in the military community before you start school. Mm-hmm. and make friends with it's they're the friends before your friends right because I I have um I have my friend group just like everybody else does yeah you know I talk to them about you know I have friends that I've known for decades <laughs> you know, and yeah 13 years, pretty much my entire life and so you know I'm sure that's what I'll talk to him about tomorrow at football. I'll be like, Hey, guess what I did yesterday? You know?
0: <laughs> yeah. And it's so cool, you know, being able to go all the way back. I mean, I was nine, but I was still young. And so, you know, 12 years now really has gone by plus. Um, yeah, And so it's just incredible to see those people that you connect with instantly and even though, you know, a decade goes by before you talk to them, you know, we haven't seen each other since you guys left Texas. Right. Um. I saw your mom, which was cool, but <laughs> I haven't yeah. seen you guys. Um, right. And so, you know, all that time goes by. But then, like you said, you talk to them again and it's like the past is. It doesn't even exist like you're just you have that instant connection with them and it comes from a lot of mutual understanding of what you've been through what you've gone through the trauma that you've lived through and you know even though you were young you still it was still traumatic like I'm sure and then you know you still live you know with that today and the injuries and and what that has done. So it's right. not like it's just a one and done thing. Right. Um, you just carry on throughout life. So it still impacts you.
1: Yeah. And that's what's very surreal is because, you know, you were nine, I was three. Yeah. And like, here's the deal. You see a three-year-old walking on the sidewalk or this nine-year-old sees a three-year-old walking on the sidewalk in San Antonio. Wow, sorry for the voice crack. In <laughs> san antonio of all the places and you know other nine-year-olds their first thought is oh my gosh she's so cute yeah and then like go about their day but like you know we met y'all and y'all played with us y'all did that y'all like interacted with us personally yeah
0: Yeah. and like those days of like i remember being at y'all's house more than anything we were always over there Uh, You know, going to the mall and going to Build-A-Bear or just walking around the mall. And I found I was looking for a picture and I was looking through my mom's Facebook. And there's a video on there of wheelchair races of when our dads would do wheelchair races. (laughs) So, you know, things like that. And then I remember, gosh, I was in fifth grade probably at the time and we were doing... Uh, I don't even know what they called it, but we were going into the kindergarten classrooms and I would always go into Hattie's classroom and you know, hang yeah, no.
1: Oh Um, no, it wasn't your open house.
0: No, it was when I was actually in class and we would like break off and we would go into the kindergarten classrooms and kind of help teach them, which was really fun. And, you know, I always wanted to go in Hattie's classroom and Yeah. You know, hang Um, out with her and, you know, we would have sleepovers with you guys. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It's the fun memories that that's fun to look back on.
1: Which, dare I say, is, again, super surreal because, you know, what's the last time you heard of a nine-year-old having a sleepover with three and one
0: and five? I know. I know. You don't uh, necessarily always do that. and. You know, but it's right. fun to to do that and to have those connections. And honestly, there were not many kids who had a parent who was injured. Um, that was that were mine and Kaylee's age. We were all right. we were some of the older kids. There were a couple that trickled in, um, but they were all really the guys either didn't have kids or their kids were younger. And Mm -hmm. so it was fun for us to help, you know, kind of hang around the young kids. And I've always loved, loved little kids. So being around the little kids and having fun and hanging out and doing all these things and, you know, helping to babysit you guys, even though we were, you know, so young and there was another babysitter there, um, it was also that you guys knew us. So you'd listen to us (laughs) where, you know, another babysitter (laughs) would be there. Um, Right. So (laughs) uh, there were just so many things and so many fun times. And then, you know, the nights when we would come over and mom and dad would be like, just go lay in bed and we'd all just go lay in bed and it would be late. And then they'd come wake us up and we'd leave like in the middle of the night, you know? So there's so many different memories that, that really come back and really it was there were quite a few families that we did hang out with and spend a lot of time with. And y'all's family is is one of them. We like I said, I always remember being at your guys' house and, you know, hanging out. And then it's fun, like seeing you guys grow up. I feel so old (laughs) watching you guys grow up.
1: So it's really my grandmother how it (laughs) supposed to be short.
0: oh my gosh you're probably almost as tall as me i am Oh,
1: nine
0: oh you're taller than me then i'm like five six that's insane
1: Sweet.
0: <laughs> you were like child infant oh yeah toddler my
1: cousin, my cousin i don't know if you knew him his name's jake um he he is a grade older than me he's 15 i'll be mm-hmm. 14 in november he's 6'3
0: oh my gosh
1: Yeah, so I'm going to circle back real quick to when you were talking about looking through your mom's Facebook. Yeah. Um, I commented on when she posted about meeting with my mom. Yeah. This past, like, not two weeks ago, um, I commented. I said, next time, she'll bring the whole swarm.
0: (laughs) I know, because it was just her. um, When I saw her, it was just her. So you know, uh, I miss oh, you guys. Yeah. He had left already, but uh, like, I don't know. Y'all have literally grown up. I mean, I know I have too. It's been gosh, 10 years. And so I know I've grown up too, but yeah. still like seeing people that I knew as, as literally children and infants and and, and toddlers, like it's yes. crazy looking back and, being like oh my gosh like they're grown now
1: oh yeah it's really crazy let's see how you think about this (laughs) um after this coming year i -hmm. will be going into my freshman year of high school
0: i know it's mind-blowing and you'll be driving soon and
1: ah yes
0: (laughs) i did not want to drive when i turned 15 i didn't get my license until i was 18 but um I didn't want to drive, and I did virtual school, so I didn't have to go anywhere. I danced.
1: Wait. Um, Okay. I have a question. Yeah. Okay. What is the age that you can get your license legally in Florida?
0: So, you can get your permit at 15. Okay. Yeah. 15, you can get your permit. And then you have to hold your permit for a full year, and you have to clock so many driving hours, which... I mean, I probably did. I We didn't really time it. You have to have so many hours driving during the daylight. And the first three months you have your permit, you cannot drive at night. Um, like when it's dark outside, they say sundown to sun up. Um, and then after that, you can drive, you know, anytime during the day, as long as you have uh, an adult over the age of 21 in the car, in the passenger seat. And then you can get your actual license at 16.
1: Well, that's insane. Well, actually, I guess we're the ones who are insane because (laughs) our legal permit age is 14. Okay. And the the only thing I think there is is you have to have your permit for six months before you can get your license.
0: Oh, my gosh.
1: Yeah. So we're really Southern and don't really care.
0: Well, yeah. And, you know, that's that's what happens when you get the <laughs> Southern. Um, it's crazy to say here that. And I mean, I didn't want to drive. Um, the only place I had to go was dance and my parents did not mind driving me there. Um, and my sister had to go, too. So they just would drive us both there and pick us up. Uh, yeah. We were there for like four or five hours a day. So it <sighs> it was, it was a lot, um, but they would always drive us. And I was like, I don't have a reason to get my license. And then once I went into college, what like my, my senior year, I was like, all right, well, I need to be able to drive to college. So I started driving in October. Uh, one of the guys took me out driving quite frequently he was like 70 80 year old guy and he had nothing else to do so he would teach all the teenagers to drive um so he taught me how to drive and i had my test scheduled it literally got canceled due to covid oh. um and closures. and so it, i got it in july of 2020 so it's been about two
1: almost two years i think almost three 2020? 2020
0: 2020 Yeah, so it's been three years.
1: I'd say three years.
0: Because I got it at the end of June, I think. So, my goodness, I've been driving for much longer than I feel. But either way, it's still really crazy to hear. Like, you guys are driving. You know (laughs) how much time flies by.
1: Patty has her license and she has a car.
0: I know. It's crazy. I just... uh, I don't know if you remember our escape, um, but we had the escape and we had a truck and the truck we traded in, in 2020. And then I was driving the escape around. And then this last hurricane, we lost the escape, which I, I needed a new car anyways. So I ended up getting a new car. Um, and, yeah, I got a new car and then I bought, I bought this car, so i'm pretty proud of it which it's green i don't know if you like star wars or not but it's green and i call it grogu which is the little
1: baby yoda
0: yes so i call it grogu um and i have like a grogu windshield and i need to to decorate it some more but yeah it's still crazy
1: so crazy here's the deal If I weren't me, I'd call you a nerd, but (laughs) I play on having fuzzy dice, so.
0: (laughs) I I am very, all of those little things, like, I love Star Wars, and I didn't really like Star Wars um, until, I always loved Grogu always loved grogu and i've always loved like the star wars characters but i never understood and really still don't understand the movies i need to like really i can't focus on things like that um i'm always doing some sort of work in the background tv and movies are literally my background noise um (laughs) and so i don't focus on things a lot um but then my ex we were literally planning a store a star wars wedding oh so it was going to be really really cool um i was really proud of myself for for planning that um but i love yeah i love star wars i love marvel um Ah, i don't watch it that much but i love marvel disney anything really i love disney
1: here's the deal I'm a 13 year old kid who's getting to that age where he's not a big um, girly type stuff. But yeah. first off, because I have way too many sisters and, and all of that, now mm-hmm. like I'm get like here's like me and Hattie. She'll take me out to get like ice cream or a coke or something. Yeah, and she'll be like, "Hey, you want to go home and watch a Disney movie with me?" I'm like,
0: <clears throat> <laughs> "Yeah, I love watching." Disney Pixar is really my favorite. Anything Pixar, like cars inside out. I watched Wally, Toy Story. Toy Story. I love Toy Story. I remember, wow. I'm gonna age myself a bit here, but I remember seeing Toy Story 3 in the theaters. Wow, yeah.
1: Oh, I remember my Woody outfit.
0: <laughs> I remember that too, actually. Oh. You would walk around as Woody.
1: It's oh, yeah. Yeah. me and my little imagination.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You got to have it.
1: Oh, yeah. And See, now we're talking a... Toy
0: Story 5.
1: Oh, my gosh. Yes.
0: It's insane. Here's the deal.
1: If I stuck, here's the deal. If I got another woody costume and put that on, like, I'd look like a potato. I'm dead <laughs> serious because I'm 5'9", 200 pounds. Like, okay, let me rephrase. I'm not a small kid. I'm not a
0: small <laughs> kid. I know. It's crazy. Oh, my gosh. Well, the last thing I always ask people on my podcast, um, and I know you are young, but you still know, you know, enough of it. But okay. what advice would you give to another military kid?
1: Advice I would give to another military kid. Be sure to have a strong uh, mental health yeah because it's okay to get attached to to stuff but once you move it's very mentally hard
0: yeah it really is and you have to to power through it and like you don't have a choice your parents don't have a choice i mean until retirement um but you don't have a choice your parents don't have a choice it's you go where the military tells you and if you don't like it then so sorry like yeah you don't have anything uh that you can do about it but but power through it and you know you have to be strong enough to to do that and know that you'll make new friends along the way and you know you might see people again
1: yeah, eventually you might catch up with some old ones as we clearly have. Yeah. It's compromise where you can. Let me put it like that. And I'm not saying like argue with the army, you know. Right. But, um, you know, some parents will give their kids a heads up, you know, hey, we're going to be, we're going to start moving this day. Right. Or, you know, let's start getting packed, getting boxes packed now. And, and you know, some if I was of age, like when I say of age, I mean of age to like talk or right, understanding,
0: comprehend.
1: Yes, I would probably you know talk to my parents and be like, okay, let me, let me tell them bye first. You know, let me hug them. You know, this and that.
0: It's definitely something that you have to to be strong enough to handle. And while it's going to be sad and you walk through situations in the military life that you don't wish on anyone else. Like, I don't wish that anyone else's, you know, mom or dad gets hurt. That's a tough situation to be in. Um, But it makes some strong kids. And, you know, even if you don't want to move to the next duty station, like you become stronger because of it. And You know, you make friends along the way. You might reconnect with them. You might not. You might never see them again or hear from them again. And you wonder how they're doing and you just don't know. Um, Yeah. But, you know, in your head, you always just hope for the best and, you know, hope that you'll see them again. Hope you can talk to them again. Yeah. And, you know, hope they're doing good.
1: Right. Right. Okay, here's a little advice to any military kid who wants to connect with their military childhood friend. Your parents always know who they are because at one point in time they made you happy. So your parents will remember that. That's very true. So, you know, if you ever get social media, walk up to your mom. Be like, Mom, who did I love when we were stationed this place? Or who did I you know, have so much fun with or, (sighs) yeah.
0: Yeah, that's so true because (laughs) you come home from school uh, or, you know, from the park or something and you're like, oh my gosh, this person. Um, And you just, like you said, they make you so happy and you just talk about them. And so your parents, it's a good tip, good piece of advice your parents do know. Um and all you gotta do is be like, Hey, I wanna talk to this person, like what is their name at least? Because sometimes you don't even remember that I scroll right. through Instagram and I see people um I see people literally that I'm in the same photo with and I'm like, Who is this person? Like that's, I don't remember
1: them. That's exactly it. Here's the deal. There we have a favorite waitress at a place called Johnny's um in Russellville and I don't know her name. Like, she knows who we are every time we come in I don't know who I could not tell you her name to save my life yeah it's
0: sometimes you just have to you know their face um but then the name like it just disappears you don't know yes (laughs) yes well Sam it was great catching up with you and thank you so much for being on the podcast
1: Gracie, it was great talking to you. Uh, thank you for having me.
0: Thank you for listening to Grace of a Military Child and Life podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to give it a like, follow, and comment. Also, be sure to check out Instagram and Facebook at Grace of a Military Child and Life for more awesome content. For information on the podcast, Military Child Bigs and Littles, go amcl blog, or other resources, Visit www.goamcl.org. You can also email me at Gracie, that's G R A C I E, at goamcl.org with any questions or comments. To be a guest on the podcast, you can schedule it at www.goamcl.org forward slash schedule podcast, all one word or contact me via social media or email. Stay tuned for the next episode where another incredible story is shared.